Schools of Prayer, a podcast series looking at Catholic religious communities and how they pray. Today, Dr. Rob Marsh, SJ, a tutor in Ignatian spirituality at Campion Hall, University of Oxford, talks to us about St. Ignatius and prayer. Of all the things I could say about Ignatius of Loyola's attitude to prayer, the one that strikes me most is his belief that God is alive and active in the world and in our lives in every corner of them. God can be found in all things. Prayer is just the aspect of our life where we consciously practice at our relationship with a God we also find in our work and in our play. Or maybe it's better to say where God finds us. Now, Ignatius is a very practical mystic, so he doesn't theorise about God very much. Ignatius didn't write treatises on prayer or on anything for that matter. He wrote practical things, letters, thousands of them, and a terse manual for someone helping another to deepen their experience of God and make practical decisions out of that reality. That's the manual for the retreat we call the spiritual exercises. I want to be practical too and pick out three simple practices from the spiritual exercises that work together to help a person deepen their prayer. Ignatius applies them to every single prayer exercise in the retreat. They stay the same, however much the main content of the exercise changes. What they have in common is a conviction that God is real. The simple. The first is to be aware of how God looks at me. The second, to be aware of my own desires. And third, to talk to God and let God talk back. Ignatius begins every prayer in the spiritual exercises with an invitation to ask a question. How, as I come to prayer, is God looking at me? And he doesn't mean us to guess or argue from theology. He means us to have a look at God looking at us. The way I would have to look at the face of a friend to see how, in this moment, he's looking at me. You might object that God doesn't have a face. Well, never mind. Close your eyes and give it a try anyway. It only takes a moment to imaginatively look in God's direction and see. So what's your hunch? How is God looking at you? Ignatius believes that all prayer begins like this, with God already present and taking the initiative And he's confident we can all tell how God is intent upon us, here and now. That's the first of the three practices. The second one is to become aware of our own desires. In the face of God's gaze, what do I want? What do I want from life, from God, from this time of prayer? Desire uncovers what is closest to our heart. And it challenges our honesty, because often we discover that what we want and what we wish we wanted are very different things. That's the gap between what we can achieve and what frustrates us. 
So Ignatius invites us to be real and vulnerable, asking this God, who was here already waiting for us, to do for us what we know we cannot do ourselves. Those are two of the practices Ignatius offers to help prayer be a meeting place with the real God. They are preludes to prayer, though sometimes they stretch to be more. The third activity forms a kind of postlude. Ignatius asks us to conclude every prayer with some time spent in conversation with God, some time talking face to face, most often with Jesus. Speaking as one friend speaks to another is how Ignatius puts it. Talking about what? About anything that struck us in the prayer, what we saw, what we desired, what we feared, how we felt. And he wants a real conversation, not a monologue. He wants us to let God talk back, to be as real as a friend. So there, in quick outline, is what strikes me as characteristic of Ignatian prayer. It believes God is real and readily accessible. It promotes the experience of God's reality by a practice of awareness. Awareness of how God is present and looking at us. Awareness of all the complexity of who we desire to be and what we want God to do for us. An awareness of how, when we talk to God, God talks back. <laughs> 